Welcome to a new episode of Lighthearted. My name is Anna. And my name is Bracey, and we're two average gals chatting about what it means to grow. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. I find it hard to believe that we're actually in 2022 because it feels like 2020 was just yesterday. I've all year been having trouble remembering what year it was, so (laughs) now I just have to learn a new number. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, that's what it sounds like. I know. Have you seen all the funny things on Instagram about like trying to process 2020, 2021, and then 2022 is coming at you like a, I don't even know, coming at you like... <laughs> coming at you like a freight train is what I was thinking. Mm, freight train. Okay, that sounds better. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I saw a meme the other day that was like, all I want for Christmas is some precedented times, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> that this is it. These are the precedented times. Right. We're here. This yeah. is the new normal, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. Yeah, well, over Christmas, I'm not going to lie, I didn't really do any growing. I was just resting. Yeah, same. Uh, not much growth happening, just more of couch potatoing. Yeah, we love to see it. Resting, as we've said many times before, is necessary for growth. So we're just we're just prepping ourselves for coming into 2022, ready to grow. I like it. And speaking of 2022 and what might be in store for us, I'm so excited about the podcast today because Brady's going to pull some cards for us. I sure am. What is your like experience with cards? Tell us some background. Well, to be totally honest with you, I don't even remember how I got into it except for the fact that my first deck is the Ritual deck by Cassie All UHL and I think that I bought the deck in 2019, but I don't really remember being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, like, figure out how to do this. I just think that I, like, I follow her, I like her content, Mm -hmm. and just, like, ended up buying them. And I've loved them. And we've used them for our ladies' nights several times, which has been really great. Yeah, it's always so fun. Everybody loves it. Yeah. And from there, so I got very familiar with um, card pulling, which this is an Oracle deck, not a tarot deck. They're different. Mm -hmm. Um, I got pretty familiar with that deck. And then for Christmas, I guess it was last year. (laughs) Who knows? I don't don't even know what time (laughs) is anymore. I guess it was last year. Seb bought me the Minimalist Oracle deck by Rachel Lieberman, which I believe she's a Portland native, actually. Ooh, I'm going to have to look that up. Do a little Um, fact check. Yeah, she's really great. I love her stuff. She's at Pure Generators on Instagram. And her deck is really beautiful. It's black and white check on the back and um, gold leaf on the side. Yeah, those ones are really pretty. Yeah. And I like that deck too because it's a little more like vague and Mm open-ended. So it can be really good for like using your own intuition and trying to like intuit what exactly the card needs to tell you. Okay. And then the other deck that I have is a tarot deck, which is a recent purchase. I've just started learning about tarot. I'm not like trained or anything, but it is the Journey Tarot, also by Cassie Ull. And I also got her book on understanding tarot. So that's how I've been learning. I love that. I'm so excited that you're learning tarot. Yeah, it's really fun. I think, well, just for those of you who don't know, Oracle decks are typically themed so like the ritual deck i have it has things like candles and crystals and herbs for each card 
And then the minimalist deck has things on each card like pause or gratitude or focus. And then tarot has 78 cards and each tarot deck, you know, any tarot deck you buy is going to have the same 78 cards. So it's a little different than Oracle deck. Oracle decks are kind of all different. Tarot decks are all the same, but the uh, art is typically different. Okay. Yeah. And the other thing to know in the tarot is there's 22 cards in the major arcana and they, it's kind of like a journey from zero to 21, which is, uh, zero is the fool. So it's kind of like the fool's journey or the hero's journey through the cards. And then there are four suits, cups, pentacles or coins, wands and swords. Okay. When you're having your tarot cards read, do you always enter into a card reading, like whatever the first card is, either a fool or a hero? And then like, that's your journey? How does that work? No, it's just, um, it's kind of a theme. So like, you know, you can do different spreads for different things. So mm-hmm. it kind of depends on what the tarot reader is pulling. But you typically, it's more of like a situation where whatever card you pull, like that energy is kind of where you are in the journey related to the topic that you're pulling for. So it's not like oh. if I pull the, the full card, then I'm like right at the beginning of the journey of my life. Like that, obviously that's not true. But like, maybe if you're starting a new business, you would be more likely to pull the full card because you're at the beginning. Got it. Okay. And tell us what spreads are. Okay. So besides spread- obviously like cream cheese, jam. <laughs> Those are the best kinds of spreads. Those are the best <laughs> kinds of spreads. But what are these kinds of spreads? So a spread is just the name for like whatever format of card pulling you do. So one of the things in the ritual deck that we use for our ladies night is they it has suggested three card spreads. So those are the ones that we had typically been using things like past, present, future, mind, body, spirit, problem, solution, outcome, personality, path, potential, or desire block culmination. So just gives you like a very structured way to pull cards. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a million types of spreads like this. I often will just ask a question and pull a card to get a response. How often do you pull cards? I would say I don't pull them every day. I would say that probably once or twice a week. Okay. And kind of what I'll do is if I've been thinking about things or I have something that I'm like turning over in my mind, that's like a good time for me to go pull a card to get guidance on like whatever it is that I'm worried about or thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. How about you tell us your experience with spreads? Because I know that I've pulled for you a few times, but I think you've had other people pull for you too. Yeah. I mean, my most of my experience with the cards comes from you or our friend Leslie, who also likes to pull the cards from the ritual deck. And the one that I have gotten almost every time, if not every time, is the throat chakra, which is really funny because that card is all about like expressing yourself and speaking your truth. (laughs) Exactly. And so it's just funny that the cards are after me a little bit. (laughs) Cards will troll you for sure, especially if you're like not listening to what they Mm -hmm. want you to say. It's funny because Seb pulls cards about meditating all the time and he gets so annoyed about it. I don't want to tell you. I know. I'm like, if I would just start expressing myself and telling people my true thoughts and feelings, I'd probably stop pulling that card. <laughs> but it's possible. it hasn't happened fully yet, but we're working on it. And then 
I do have one experience with um, tarot cards. So a few years ago, I think probably in like 2017, 2018, my oldest sister, Sarah, got me a psychic reading for my birthday. And it was so much fun. We went to this guy's house somewhere near Asheville and his name was Reese. I can't remember his last name, but he had been like a psychic reader in New Orleans for like 15 years. He was probably, I would say, late 70s, maybe early 80s. His house was like super eclectic. I did not see a computer in sight for those of you who are feeling skeptical already about things that this guy could have Googled (laughs) about me. And the thing, I have a tape recording actually of our whole session together, but I've never listened to it because I don't have a cassette player, but I should definitely invest in one. Yeah, you should listen to it again. I'm sure I could get one off like eBay or probably like a Goodwill or something. Mm -hmm. And the funniest thing was that I had literally just moved in with Taylor and then three of our guy friends that he Taylor was already living with. And I just moved into this like five bedroom house. And I think I lived there for like one week and I hadn't posted anything about it. Like there's no way that this guy like could have known anything about this. And he asked me if I lived in a frat house. (laughs) I mean, you kind of (laughs) did. I kind of did. I loved it. So that was like what I feel like when he asked that, that I was immediately like, wow. Oh, okay. This guy's legit. Like he knows things about me. (laughs) Because it wasn't even that you were living with a bunch of guys. You were, it was kind of the party house. Yeah, it was. And just so like that's such a weird question to ask somebody like that's not a common thing that would come up like i wasn't as a girl like i would not probably be living in an actual fraternity house so like there there just like isn't any way that it seems like he could have possibly known that other than some energy or yeah his third eye or whatever it was so (laughs) interesting um and so anyway so he did like a reading or a psychic reading at first like he looked at my palm which was really cool too because i think I mean, not that I have a lot of experience with palm reading, but like in movies and stuff, it's like, oh, there's these like three lines or something, you know, it's like, oh, this is your lifeline and this is this line and da, 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 da. But he was like turning my hand over and like squishing my hands together to see like what like lines are like we're making. And I, again, like I don't remember now like what it was because it was so long ago, but I just, I was like, oh, I didn't even know because your hands have so many lines in them. Yeah. Especially like if you turn them and like twist them around, there's so many things that pop up. It was interesting. And then he did a full tarot reading, which I was like, I don't know if this is normal. I don't know if it's abnormal to like pull a whole deck or just to pull some. I didn't really know what to expect, but it was so super. He pulled all 78 cards. Yes, I guess. Wow. I didn't count them, but yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I was in there for probably, I would say it was like an hour to an hour and a half probably. Yeah, that's a um, legit spread. It was so much fun. I would absolutely go to a psychic again. I would love to do that. Yeah. It was really cool. But yeah, so that's that's my uh, experience with the cards. That's fun. Have you had tarot pulled for you? I actually haven't. I've never had <gasps> anybody else pull for me. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So something that I'm definitely interested in. It's just fun because it's. I think it's a good way. It's actually a good and easy way to lean more on your intuition. Yeah. Helps you develop that that muscle, I think. Yeah. And like, before we get into this, like, I think, you know, you and I have talked about like, there has to be some level of like belief in this, like, no, like, you don't have to like base all your big life choices off like what the cards say or whatever. But there has to be some part of you that is willing to 
be open have faith in the cards. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I totally believe that. I because I mean, it's a divination tool. It's actually a very, very old divination tool. So people mm-hmm. have been doing this for hundreds of years. Yeah, and. I mean, it's an ex- like an energetic exchange between you and the cards. So, like, you have to have a little bit of buy-in to get, you know, a good answer, I think. Yeah, an accurate reading. Yeah. Okay, so who all are we pulling cards for today? Okay, so I think we'll start with doing, like, a podcast spread. So we'll okay. see what our podcast has in store for 2022. I love and that. And then I'll pull a couple cards for you. I'll pull a couple cards for me. And then I'll pull for our audience. So we have a general theme for everybody for the year. Yes. Okay. I'm so excited. Cool. All right. So I think I'm going to use the tarot deck for our podcast spread. Okay. And let me shuffle her up a little bit. Is there a specific way that shuffling has to happen? No, I just do whatever. Uh, Often I'll shuffle three times and then cut the deck. But again, I think this is like kind of more intuitive like whatever feels good yeah when you want okay okay so we're gonna do a card for i put that in the wrong spot but typically when i do that i'm like okay well it want that card wanted to be in that spot um theme action lesson and result okay theme action lesson result all right let's do it all right so our theme card is the emperor Big dad energy. What? <laughs> Big dad energy. Surreal. Okay. Okay. So I'm using the Understanding Tarot book by Cassie All as a reference here. So I'm going to read the little emperor note. Um, the emperor represents divine masculine energy associated with leadership, power, and the ability to accomplish any goal. The energy of this card is stable and powerful. The zodiac sign associated with with the emperor is Aries or the ram. The horns of the mighty ram indicate the ability to see any plan through to the end. Though the energy is fiery and intense, it is also stable and fatherly. The energy of the emperor comes into your life to bring you strength and stability. If you're working diligently toward a goal, this card may appear to give you the strength you need to see it through. Alternatively, it may indicate a need to embody a more fatherly role in your life, bringing needed stability to you or to those around you. It may benefit you to bring more structure into your life to accomplish your goals. Okay. Is there anything that you first think of? I feel like the part that jumped out to me is um, maybe bringing more stability and structure to accomplish goals. I think that you and I are not like very structured with this podcast. Yes. At the moment. (laughs) Yeah. That's the part that jumped out at me too. And this is interesting because last week we met um, just to talk about kind of moving forward and like brainstorm podcast episode ideas and talk about things we might want to change. So I feel like this is kind of the perfect card because we are talking about things that we might want to do a little bit differently. And so and those ideas that we have do require more structure, I think, yeah, to actually sure. be accomplished. Yeah. And I think this is good. I mean, we've already been a little more strategic in the last two weeks. So I think we're headed in the right direction. I like it. The emperor is here to support us. Our our big daddy uh, <laughs> emperor. <laughs> okay. Uh, our next card is action. So where we need more action in 2022 
And the card is the Five of Pentacles. All right. You may be in or embarking on a patch of financial hardship. Like all these things in life, honor and recognize that this too is a phase and that there is deep wisdom to gain from all situations. Regardless of how you may have come to a situation of physical loss, it's important to note that focusing on the cause of the loss will likely not fix the situation. By focusing on the lack, you will likely create more lack. There is nothing wrong with seeking help. However, if the help you're seeking has closed its doors to you, trust that what you will need will come. Your solution may not materialize immediately, and that's okay. Continue to walk your path and have faith in your inner guidance. There are solutions to all problems, and it may be easier than you think. This is a time to lean on your internal strength. Hmm. So I feel like this is uh, really more about perspective. So it's not that we need more physical action. It's that we need to make sure that we're not focusing on the lack of whatever we have and making sure that we are just staying strong and not giving up, I think. Okay. I like that. Yeah. And I think we can absolutely do that. Have faith in your inner guidance. Solutions okay. are on the way. I Perfect. Don't know what solutions they are, but I'm happy to see them. Yeah. We will welcome them, whatever they are. <laughs> uh, I am glad, though, because that was the card that I accidentally put in the wrong slot when I was um, dealing. And oh, interesting. So that would have been our theme for the year. And I think if I had gotten that for the theme, that would have been a little like, meh. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Would have been a little sad. Yeah. But that's okay. We can uh, apply ourselves in that area. All right. The next card is the lesson card, and it is the six of pentacles, which is interesting <gasps> because I told you, as I said, like these cards sort of have like a journey. And yeah, the same way that you journey through the major arcana, you journey through a suit. So a five and to a six is a progression. Yeah. That's interesting. So the six of pentacles says, opening your heart. To be in a place of receptivity requires a certain amount of trust. This card comes as a message that it's safe to receive. It also reminds you that it's important to give. Equitable community care is an ultimate act of love and is necessary for the well-being of all people. The Six of Pentacles asks you to be open to both giving and receiving. After the Five of Pentacles, you may be in a position of great need. If help comes, accept it with open arms. Giving and receiving goes both ways, and you'll never know how much the act of receiving a gift may benefit the giver as well. If you find yourself in a place of need, are there any resources being offered to you that haven't been made use of? Now is the time to open yourself up to receiving aid. If you find yourself in a place of abundance, where can your resources be used in the most equitable way? Okay, the first thing that I think of is like last week when we talked, we kind of talked a little bit about how we both get different things from this podcast or like the, our favorite parts of the podcast are different. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like that's part of what moving forward, what we have some ideas around of like how to explore both of what we both like. Um, yeah. So a lot of giving, a lot of receiving. Yeah. I um, One of the things that jumped out for me was the term community care. Mm-hmm. I really like that term. And mm-hmm. I think you and I have – historically talked a lot about self-care, but I think community care is important as well. Yeah. And I do think that like this podcast specifically is well positioned to be a big part of like community care. And that's something that I would like to explore more of. 
Yeah. Good thing it's our lesson. We're ready to learn. All right. Let's see what our result is. Nine of pentacles. Okay. We jumped a couple. Wow. So we are in the pentacle suit today, which I'm going to read a little bit about the pentacle suit because three of the cards here we pulled are in the pentacle suit. Um, The suit of pentacles corresponds to the element of earth and deals with materiality, work, money, and physical comfort. When pentacles show up in readings, it's a call to check in with realms pertaining to your body in the physical world. What is your relationship with work and money like? Do you feel nourished and supported? If you don't, what needs to change to feel better supported and held? So I think that's really interesting considering the fact that while this isn't either of our like jobs that bring income in, it still is a job. Yeah. Right on track. That's so interesting that we got three. Because how many pinnacle cards are there? Like, are they e- are the suits, like, evenly divided up? Uh, yes, there's 14 cards in each suit. Okay. And we got three of them. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and, like, you know, out of 78 cards, we pulled three pentacles. Yeah. Okay, so the Nine of Pentacles was our result card, and the Nine of mm-hmm. Pentacles says, Luxuriate and enjoy your successes. Ooh. Yeah. Whether you have come into financial wealth, an abundance of physical comfort, or simply the satisfaction of a job well done, this card calls you to savor the moment. This abundance could have come through your own hard work and from an unexpected source. Regardless of the source, be sure to honor what brings you pleasure. This card calls you to savor your hard work and find a sense of pride and accomplishment. It's safe to pat yourself on the back and revel in your achievements. This card may also indicate you'll find yourself in a space of financial freedom soon. Enjoy the direction in which your success leads. Oh my gosh. What a great result card. Seriously, I would be happy to have any of those things. I'm thrilled about that. So it sounds like whatever we're doing, it's going to pay off. Yeah. I mean, I'm ready for it. Love it. Yeah, that was a great spread. Let's read for you now. Which deck would you like me to pull from? Um, I think I want you to pull from the ritual deck just because it's my favorite. I kind of figured it is a good one. I think this one, I'm not, unfortunately, I'm not even sure if she sells it anymore, but Mm. it is a really good one for beginners because I think the guidebook is like really easy to interpret. So, Mm -hmm. okay. So we're going to do a spread of three cards. The first one will be theme. The second one will be message. And the third one will be what 2022 needs from you. Okay. All right. Our first card is Rose Quartz. Beautiful. The keywords here are unconditional love, self-care, and comfort. All things I'm happy to have. (laughs) Wait, is this my theme? Yeah. This is my theme. Okay. Uh, The mantra is I deserve love and comfort. Message. Offering love to others can seem much more comfortable than offering it to ourselves. Rose Quartz is a reminder that unconditional love for all starts with self-love. What areas of your life have you been neglecting? When was the last time you allowed yourself to do something purely for comfort? It's time to focus on your own needs and do something that's just for you. I, wow. I mean, it's no secret to anyone that knows me or has listened to this podcast that I'm a lot more comfortable Focusing on other people than focusing on myself. So mm-hmm. this feels like a great theme for 2022. I agree. Okay. Okay. All right. Your message card is Palo Santo. The okay. 
keywords are devotion, creation, and holiness. The mantra is, it is safe for me to create. Message. This sweet-smelling holy tree comes into your life to remind you that not only is it safe for you to create, but that creation is sacred. Palo Santo is a cleansing herb that wants to gift you a safe and inviting space to devote yourself to your creativity. But sacred Palo Santo does more than just cleanse. Invite the herbs, lifting energy to enliven your space, cheer you up, and create a welcome environment for creativity. What is the ritual that goes with this one? Let's see. During the next first quarter moon, set aside 30 minutes to an hour of time for creation. Creation could mean a variety of things, including a creative project, organizing a room, cleansing crystals, or a devotional practice. Anything that brings new energy into your workspace or meditation area is a good option. Collect the Palo Santo card and sacral card and place them somewhere visible within the area in which you're working. If you have Palo Santo available to burn, do so. If not, visualize the wispy, sweet-smelling smoke of Palo Santo filling your workspace. Indulge in bringing newness into your space. Hmm. Okay. Also, if you've never smelled Palo Santo, it smells so good. I know. I already am like, I feel like I need to get a rose quartz. I need to get Palo Santos. Is that how you say it? Palo Santo. Yeah. Palo Santo. Okay. You can go to the metaphysical bookstore that we went to while we were in Portland. I know. I'm going to have to go. Get yourself a sound bowl and you and Seth can play them together. <laughs> we can we can uh, synchronize our our spins mm-hmm. from across coast to coast. Wow, that'd probably be pretty magical. For those of you who don't know what we're laughing about, Seb really wanted to buy a sound bowl while we we're in Portland, so he spent like twenty minutes picking one out or in the store. Okay, it was way longer than twenty minutes. <laughs> Honestly, I wasn't around for most of it because I was too yeah. busy shopping myself. You were shopping for yourself. So I was trying every sound bowl in there and it was so cute. He was, <laughs> it was excited. He was. It, and it was fun. Like they sound lovely. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was fun. Okay. What does 2022 need from me? It needs carnelian, which is a crystal. <laughs> okay. Okay. Add it to my shopping list. Carnelian. The keywords are warrior creativity, and ambition. And the mantra is infinite power and creativity lie within me. What are you in the process of overcoming? Is it a goal that's in progress, a pattern you're trying to break, or a new habit you're trying to form? The Carnelian card is here to remind you that you are a warrior. This card is a sign that you can and will accomplish the task at hand. Let the energy of this gemstone work through your sacral and solar plexus chakras to inspire a wellspring of personal power and creativity. Okay. Well, the word creativity has come up many times. It has. How do you feel about that? I mean, I actually feel like creativity has been on my mind actually like in the last week. Oh, huh. Like I don't know in what outlet, but I've been thinking about it a lot more in the last week or so. So that's interesting that the cards can pull that. Yeah. And I mean, I would also say that, I mean, what you and I are doing right now with the podcast is technically a creative project. So yeah, absolutely. It is. We are in Um, the middle of creation. We sure are. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to have to like reflect on them more, but I I, should add some sort of creative goal to your New Year's resolutions. I think I should. Yeah. And it's always interesting to get cards that it's like, oh, it keeps bringing up like the same thing over and over. It's like, oh, okay. Like there's obviously something here that I really need to pay attention to. Yeah. Makes it easy to interpret. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm excited. Those were great cards. Okay. Okay. What card deck are you going to pull from for you? I think 
I'm going to pull one from each deck. because I Okay, can. I love that. Because <laughs> we do whatever we want here on this podcast. We do. All right. I'm going to pull a theme card from the Minimalist Oracle deck, a message card from the Ritual deck, and what 2022 needs for me from the Tarot deck. Okay. My theme is Iceberg. Ooh, well, you know I love Titanic, so I'm about it for you. <laughs> I cannot even tell you how long it's been since I've seen that movie, and I think I've only seen it one time. <gasps> Bracy. I know. I know. Okay, well, this iceberg means I am open to the wisdom of what lies beneath the surface. Mm. Keywords, depth, intuition, unseen, subconscious. It's a great theme. That is like a good a theme. There's a lot of potential there. Yeah, I agree. Also, love a card that has intuition in it. A lot to delve into. Mm. Wow. wow, wow, wow. Now I'm getting trolled. My message <laughs> card is the throat chakra. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. The keywords for this are authenticity, communication, and leadership, which, if you know me, authenticity is like one of my major keywords. Let's see. Mantra is, I speak my truth. What gifts have you been brought to this earth plane to share? Are you sharing your gifts or holding back? Living authentically and always speaking your truth can be difficult because it can make you feel vulnerable. The throat chakra mm-hmm. card is here to give you the courage, strength, <laughs> and voice to speak your truth unapologetically. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it could not be any clearer that you need to be sharing these gifts with as many people as you can. I hear you. And yeah, we've talked recently about like you kind of feeling like you're moving into a space where you like know what you want to do, like maybe some feng shui, maybe some cards, maybe some art, maybe some art. Yeah. There's like a lot of stuff that you are like preparing for, I think. Yeah. I definitely feel interested in the idea of expressing myself through some sort of like new avenue and work specifically. So Mm -hmm. that could not be more spot on, I think. (laughs) Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. All right. So our last card here, what 2022 needs from me is the justice card. Mm, So I'm going to look this up, but I know that it's um, a big card about balance. Justice can appear in your reading for a variety of reasons. The nature of this card is rooted in a deep need for truth. Truth is divine, and truth cannot exist without justice. Justice and equality are written into the fabric of our universe, and will always come to be, and will always come to be eventually. This card could be showing up as a good omen in a legal situation if you are in the right. If you are not in the right, this is your call to do what needs to be done to ensure that you are aligned with truth and the highest good for all. This card is ruled by the harmony-seeking sign of Libra. Libra will always strive to strike a perfect balance to please themselves and those around them. On a more personal level, this card may be an invitation to explore your balance or lack of balance in relationships with others. On the other hand, you may need to open yourself up more to receiving love and kindness from others. Be open to exploring where you can be in better balance with those you interact with. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I think what jumps out at me for this one is an invitation to explore your balance or lack of balance in relationships with others. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I've been thinking more about like what exactly it is I want out of 
like friendships specifically. And mm-hmm. I think this is probably about that. Yeah. I was thinking the exact same thing. We'll have to noodle on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the fun thing too about these cards is like what you initially think or the way that you're, you interpret it like right off the bat might, might be true. Absolutely. But I feel like sometimes when other people hear them, they can interpret it in a different way that also makes sense. So. Yeah. I don't know if I said this just to you or if I said it on the last podcast, but I actually went back and reread my car, my card pulls from year end last year. Mm-hmm. And wow, they were very accurate. Yeah. Like so accurate. And at the time, you know, I had like an inkling of like what things might be, but like in yeah. reflection, it was really spot on. Yeah. It's crazy. I Also, I love that you like keep track of like what your card pulls are. Yeah, I try to because I actually think that reflecting on them that way gives you even more faith in the cards because you can yeah. see that like this wasn't just out of left field actually, you know, yes, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came out of right field. There you go. <laughs> um, for the throat chakra card, it also made me think about some conversations we've had off the record <laughs> uh, about your spirituality and like wanting to share that. But it, I don't know. It's like new territory. Yeah, for sure. I think I, I honestly like this episode is going to be one step in that direction. But yeah, that is sure. something that you and I talked about in general. It's like, it's something that I actually really love to talk about. It's just not something that I'm practiced at talking about. So yeah, for those of you listening, I feel like that'll be a bigger topic on this podcast in 2022. Absolutely. Get ready for it. Can't wait. Okay. Okay. Let's uh, give our listeners a little something something. I'm excited for this one. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to use the ritual deck for this, I think. Okay. And the first card we're going to pull is for theme. The second card we're going to pull is for obstacles. And the third card is for opportunities. All right. First card is mugwort. (laughs) That sounds like something from Harry Potter. I mean, it honestly very much could be because a lot of the things in this ritual deck are legitimately from, like, they're in Harry Potter. That's real. (gasps) Oh, that's amazing. Okay. There's a whole section of this deck that's runes, which they took a class oh, of, on ancient runes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <gasps> okay. Also, there's a wand card. I also feel like we have a lot of Harry Potter fans that are our listeners, so this is a good crossover already. Yeah, so if you are a Harry Potter fan and are interested in oracle cards, you should take a look and see if she has any of these decks left, because it's a really yeah. good one. Okay, so mugwort, for those of you who are unfamiliar, is a plant, and... Yeah, it's a plant and it is often used for like dream work, I think. So the keywords here are omen, mysticism, and ceremony. The mantra is, my mind is open and receptive to receive psychic messages. Magical mugwort is here because it's time to dig deep into your psychic abilities in order to receive any messages meant for you. This enchanted plant is a longtime favorite amongst witches and mystics and for a good reason. Mugwort is queen when it comes to opening your third eye and enhancing your psychic abilities. Mugwort is also highly protective, so you'll be well-guarded during any otherworldly travels. I mean, like for some of our listeners, like this conversation might stir up some 
some inspiration to explore this a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. I also think that for those of you who are maybe not as spiritually inclined as us, I think this could be a call just to maybe deepen your relationship with your intuition in general. Like you don't Mm -hmm. have to think about it spiritually, but like, what does your gut say and how much are you listening to it? Ooh, okay. I like it. All right. So the next card is obstacle or challenge. And we got the rose card. And the keywords for this are beauty, perfection, and goddess. The mantra is I'm beautiful, I'm perfect. The rose card blooms in your life to signal that it's time to honor your beauty and perfection. It also indicates that it might be time to connect with the energy of a goddess of beauty. Every goddess who has gone before you is a part of you, and their energy is always available to you. When was the last time you celebrated your beauty or gazed in awe at your body? If you find this task difficult, it's an excellent time to recruit the energy of a beloved goddess. So right away, that jumps out at me as we've got some people who are going to need to work on their self-love. Yeah, which I mean, that's like such a hard thing, I think, in our society to stay on top of, but it's so important that we like devote our time and energy to it. So 100%. And if you guys would like to go back and listen to our episode, just the two of us about body image or the one with Julia, both of those seem right on theme with this challenge for 2022. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Uh, Okay. The opportunity card is the air card. And... I'm very airy in my chart, so I love this card. Uh, The keywords are imagination, aspiration, and movement. The mantra is, fresh ideas are always available to me. What feels stagnant in your life? What aspects of your life need a fresh sense of revitalizing movement? This card is a reminder to allow the element of air to breathe new ideas into you. The air element wants to connect you to your higher calling and gives you the tools you need to accomplish your goals and aspirations here on this earthly plane. And because I feel called to, I'm going to read the ritual for this too, because since it's an opportunity, this is a literal opportunity for you guys to tap into the air element. Uh, Use your breath to connect to the air element and bring movement into your physical body. To tap into the air element, set aside at least five minutes to explore a variety of breathing techniques. Sit facing the east and start by observing your normal inhalations and exhalations. Next, try extending your inhalations and exhalations into a three-part breath. Fill your lower belly, your rib cage, and your upper chest one at a time. Then slowly release your breath in the opposite order. Try taking large breaths, filling up your body with as much air as you can, then forcefully releasing the breath with a large ha sound. Experiment and be playful. Be open to receiving ideas during or after this time of connecting with your breath and body. Also, if you guys have ever heard of breath work, you could try a breath work class. Yeah. Which is basically this, but with a somebody guiding you. I feel like this is a really good card. Yeah. That's, I mean, pretty straightforward. Like you have the opportunity to breathe deeper and Welcome new ideas into your life. Yeah. Love it. We love to see it. All right. Well, if these cards like mean anything to you, if you feel like something specific jumped out, we would absolutely love to hear your interpretation. Um, you can email us at lightguardedpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to see 
a picture of the spreads that we did today, be sure to follow along at Pod on Instagram. Talk to you in two weeks. See ya.